Hello. Hi. This is Chardonnay and DNA. We have not done that in so long. I know. I was like, you know, I better introduce this piece once in a while. (laughs) Usually we're just like, hey, what up? Listen to us bullshit. Yeah, we just start rambling. That's Rachel. Wait, what? That's Rachel. Oh, that's Becky. I know. I always throw you off with that. You do. I was like, what? I thought you asked me a question. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Name your name. Nope. Just, just putting that out there. Um, so we had a great time doing the icebreakers last time. I never thought that would come out of my mouth. Oh my God. Yeah. They're usually Um, like the bane of my existence. Right. So we were going to do a couple more today. Yes. Let's do it. You want to go first? So, um, yeah, I have one that I think, uh, it's just an interesting one and I don't know how I'm going to answer it yet, but what is your death row meal? Okay. I love this question. There was this, um, you know, that website, the thought catalog, um, Mm -hmm. they had this article and I still remember it. This was like years ago and it, it like gave this list of all these different people's last meals. And I thought it was so like interesting, but also like morbid as shit. Yeah. Um, so I've given this a little bit of thought. So mine would definitely be like a giant plate of like lasagna. Yeah, really? with like tons of ricotta cheese. <sighs> and then um uh definitely a glass of white wine, probably Chardonnay. Okay. 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 Um cheesecake. Um really delicious juicy fruit. Um, a salad like with all the shit I like in it, like goat cheese and like almonds and like walnut, like all that, all this like crunchy, good, like flavorful shit. Um, and then just uh, you know what, cheesecake, yes, but like just a fucking like dessert buffet. Mm, Yeah. Um. So I I could get behind. Yeah. So like really heavy, really heavy food. That normally, like, I wouldn't want to eat all at once because you just would, like, kind of want to explode and die. But, like, I'm going to anyway. Right. So what's yeah, the matter? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd probably also... <laughs> I'd want a lot of things. <laughs> I would want, like, white pizza. But okay. lasagna is a definite. A good, a nice, like, a nice hearty, like, crispy, delicious salad would be good. Some really juicy fruit. I think I wanted just like a smorgasbord of all my favorites so that I like could like, I don't know, cherish them while I could and like take them to the past life, hopefully, or the next life. Yeah. All right. That but makes definitely, sense. Lasagna is definitely there. Wine is definitely there. Those are the two constants that I can tell you. Hmm. What about you? And lots of dessert. And tons of dessert. Um, I really loved the idea of the fruit tray. That was nice. Yeah, because I, I... But it has to be, like, good fruit. Yes. Like, the the tropical fruit you get on vacation. Like, And it's got to be, like, pineapples from Hawaii. Yes. Like, like, yeah, I want, like, delicacy-level fruit. My, my uh, friend's grandma always sends pineapples over from Hawaii, and now I'm so spoiled for pineapple that, like... I eat regular pineapple. I'm like, this is not good enough. <laughs> probably so sweet and juicy. And it's so good. Yeah. Um, so probably that. <laughs> um, a gigantic bowl of mashed potatoes. Okay. 
because I literally will just eat mashed potatoes for dinner oh, yeah. sometimes. Amazing. With nothing else, just a bowl of mashed potatoes. Um, I was thinking macaroni and cheese too. Oh, three cheese mac like three cheese craft macaroni and cheese is my I favorite. love the Stouffer's kind. Mm, see, I'm not I a love fan. That shit. I love the packaged powdery crap. Um can you hear bear? I can. <laughs> can I can. or can't? Yeah. Yipping away. Yipping away. Um all right, so mashed potatoes, pineapple from Hawaii. Um, strawberries and raspberries with whipped cream and Nutella and mm. I, I was like gonna be like yeah big steak I don't really fucking care like I just want all like my favorite little things like I don't give a shit about like a hearty like entree just like a bunch yeah. yeah like I just want all these little mish- mishmash things that I like um a, a s'mores galore parfait from Dairy Queen. <laughs> I feel like I don't. I feel like whenever we hang out, you always want Chinese, like or like, um, like a hibachi or something. Like I'm surprised yeah. you. Wouldn't yeah, I love, I love hibachi. But here's the thing about hibachi: getting it to go, unless they're bringing me in a hibachi chef to cook right in front of me and I mean, myself. It's your last meal. Like, what if they can? If they could do that, okay. sure. Um, but like. You know, hibachi is one of those things that does kind of need to be like made in front yeah. of you. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and mostly it's going to be like a bunch of shit I'm not supposed to eat because like, you know, like too high in sugar, I mean. So I want like every kind of ice cream possible, but definitely a s'mores. Ooh, yeah, ice cream's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. And some vanilla ice cream with peaches in it, too. Ooh, look at you. Yeah. Peaches from Hawaii. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Hawaii thing. (laughs) No. (laughs) But the pineapple has to be from Hawaii or or no dice. (laughs) Rachel will be like, "Um, the pineapple has to be from Hawaii or else you can't kill me. You can't. You just can't until you bring that over. Sorry. sorry, I refuse to die. (laughs) Um. All right, what was your question? Uh, my icebreaker question? Yes. Uh, it is, what did you name your first car and why? Um, my very first car, which I actually still have, um, is a Toyota Corolla named Steve. Okay. And Steve? it's a Corolla Sport Edition. And so it says Corolla S on the back. And Steve is the first name that popped into my head. So he's Corolla Steve. He always has been. Corolla um, Steve. And then, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Joey's truck was Bonnie. Why Bonnie? Like Bonnie Parker. Oh, okay. That's fun. So. Yeah. What was yours? Very dark green. 99 Volkswagen Jetta. It was a stick shift. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that's how I learned um, to drive, really, was basically in a stick shift. But I named her Betty White because oh. <laughs> because she just, like, I knew she would just, like, live forever. <laughs> She'd be reliable for you. And she definitely did not, but she was very reliable. She was, like, old faithful. So that's why I named her Betty White. Nice. I love Betty White. Who doesn't? When I went to LA, I went to Estelle Getty's grave. 
and cried a little bit. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> it always blew my yeah. mind that she like played the oldest one, but she was the youngest. I believe she was she the was. youngest. And yeah. Not... Yeah. So very, very, yeah. And I think she died first. Too. I, you know what? I think you might be right. Yeah. Yep. And then Rue um, McClanahan or B. Arthur died? I think Rue died. And, and then, then B died. Okay. And Betty just keeps going. Um, So, I had one more question for you. And I have many of these, but I'm going to pick one. Uh, What is your worst bug-related story? Oh, shit. Can it be a mouse instead, or does it have to be a bug? Um, I mean, yeah, okay, it can be a mouse. Well, I asked because, like... So I was, when I lived with my parents, I was probably like a teenager and I just like, I go, so my room was upstairs and I go to the stairs and I see this little mouse and I fucking scream bloody murder. Like, I'm not kidding. I think that my mom thought there was like an axe murderer in the house. And then when she figured out it was a, it was just this tiny field mouse, like the size of, I'm not even kidding. It was the size of like maybe two quarters. Like, oh my God. she's like, that's really what you were screaming about? Like, it was because so I let out a, like a blood curdling scream. <laughs> I would have been trying to like keep it and take it, and like it. Would be well, my that's pet. the thing. It was so cute. I think it just like startled the shit out of me. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, that makes I'm sense. trying to think of a bug one, and I can't really think of a bug one. I know some great one is going to come to me though. What's yours? Um. So I. I fuck it, like, all right, I am one of those people that, like, I don't like spiders. If it's the middle of the night and there's one in the house, I'll kill it. Otherwise, like, I try and ask somebody to take yes. it out. Yep. Um, Because I just can't. And I actually have night terrors about spiders. Like, I'll wake up and see them crawling on my pillow and shit, and they're not there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've done it. Like, I was away for work once, uh, and I had a night terror, and what happens is I, I'm asleep, but I can see the room that I'm in. It doesn't matter what room I see it. And I always see a spider sitting on my pillow and it crawls across my pillow. So it happened when I was away for work and I screamed, motherfucker, get off my pillow. Really fucking loud. Oh shit! <laughs> and I guess the like room next door called down to the front desk to see if I was okay. <laughs> Wait, was this like during your orientation? No, it was for training. Oh, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, and then the same night a fire alarm went off and everybody got evacuated, so. Are you, were you, like, uh, aware of this happening, or were you asleep? Uh, yeah, so what happens is I shout myself awake <laughs> um, every time, and, like, it sucks because I wake up and I'm screaming and I'm crying and I'm searching for the spider, and, like, logically I know that it's a night terror, but I can't, I'm so heightened at that moment that I can't work myself back down, so unless someone is there to look I can't sleep then and I'm freaking out. Oh shit, so did you go back to sleep? Um, I laid back down and then the fire alarm went off because someone was smoking in their room. Oh, so that happened. <laughs> was it you, Rachel? Were you stressed? It was definitely not. It was definitely not <laughs> me. But um, after that, I was so exhausted that like I was able to fall asleep when I got back in my room. Um, but yeah, so I don't like spiders. And I only say that because like I'm still very peaceful and I try and get them out of the house rather than kill them because why is their life any less valuable than mine? But 
fuck house centipedes. <laughs> yeah, those are those are fucking gross. We fuck have had this conversation. I think maybe on this podcast, like you are very anti centipede. <laughs> I cannot with them. They are so scary. I just way too many I legs. Cannot. Like no, nothing yeah, yeah, nothing needs that many legs. Like millipedes, at least they have the decency to tuck them under their body, so I don't have to see them. <laughs> But centipedes are just all out there, right? Like, just letting it all hang out. And I can't, like, normal circumstances, I'd appreciate that, but not with that many legs. So. <laughs> I can I can feel that. I also don't, I don't like those, um, I don't know, people call them different things. I always thought they were water bugs, but then when I moved, silverfish? Then when I moved to Pittsburgh, people were calling them silverfish, yeah. They're like little silver bugs, and they are, they look like a teardrop Maybe almost. They're disgusting. Yeah, well, I mean, I can tolerate them. I'm not a fan, but like, fuck house centipedes. So I was in the basement. (laughs) Fuck house centipedes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was we uh we lived in my grandma's basement for a while, and it was like a full like finished, pretty much finished basement with like a kitchen and everything, but like still basementy. So it's buggy, just by Um, nature. Yeah, and I was I was like maybe 13, and someone was coming over. And I, uh, I had just grabbed clothes and threw them on really quick and walked out to say hello. And I felt something in my shirt and I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck is that? And I look in my shirt and it's a fucking house centipede and I shit you not, I stripped right in front of them because I give no shits because fuck house centipedes. Oh my God, like tits and all? Well, like I was also at like maybe twelve or thirteen, so like I had a sports bra on, you know what I mean? Like yeah, no, I, I, I was, just I was ripped. for some reason picturing you as like a twenty-five-year-old person. Oh, I mean, I would have probably been less shameful about it as a twenty-five-year-old person because I'd have looked at him and be like, "Fuck you! You've probably already seen my tits. It's a bug." Um, <laughs> and fuck how let's not. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. Let's not fucking you know get get in the particulars here but at like 12 and 13 that was pretty mortifying to have like a friend of the family over and like rip my shirt off because there's a bug in it um but yeah so fuck house centipedes duly noted i know exactly how to prank you and make you really really upset i will probably cry and pee myself (laughs) so (laughs) i can't even look at photos of them oh my god i'm gonna spam you with pictures Oh god, oh god, I will die. I will die. Um, but yeah, so that is my Those bug are story. fun. Those are fun icebreakers. Yeah, not bad. I hear you have something heavy. Well, wait, do we have any corrections or anything else we need to go over today? Um, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Do okay. you? Uh, no. What? You don't sound sure. I'm sure there's something that we're missing. <laughs> okay, you're just like, um, hesitantly, no, but... Yeah, I don't think so, but I have the attention span of a fruit fly, and someone probably told me something, and I already forgot. Well, until so. they cuss us out on the internet, we shall continue. Maybe that's incentive for people to send us messages. Maybe. <laughs> but yes, um... So. So. Oh, I have a very heavy story and I'm actually like really nervous to tell it um, because it's just there's so much and I had to really condense it down. Um, so I am going to tell you all about the Central Park Five. It, oh, I know. Um, so Sophie has been telling me she's been mentioning this one and then 
uh, another one that we need to do. This one is, and I don't even know why this didn't cross my mind as like one to do even earlier because I love this story in that not not I love the actual story. The story itself is heartbreaking as shit, but it's such an important story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's a and I I watched the I, I forget if it was a movie or a miniseries, but the um, when they see us. Oh, and it was it was heart wrenching. It, it ripped my heart out. I don't I don't cry like a lot at at like TV, but that one it was really really heavy. But I think it's so important. I cry at everything, which is why I have not watched it yet, and I know that I need to. Dude, it was really well. But I'm just yeah. I just know that I'm not going to stop crying the entire time. It, it's heavy as shit. So. I might cry during this story. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm excited about it, but I'm really nervous to tell it because I just had to, there's so much more information than what I'm even going to say, but I did my best to like get the most important parts. Definitely everybody should watch that um, when they see us on Netflix. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's important to note that we do like an hour long podcast. So occasionally we're going to miss stuff and we're not going to be able to condense it down. Oh yeah. I mean, this, uh, this could be, this could probably be like a five part series. Because there's right. so much, but I, I just thought, you know, with everything going yeah. on, I think that this is an important one to tell. Um, I think maybe, maybe I'm just, I'm assuming that perhaps a lot of white people don't know it. Uh, maybe not, maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't know about it until I watched that, that, that movie or series, whichever it was, um, so I think yeah. it's important and it's very interesting and there's a lot of there is I think there's a lot of good that came out of it despite how fucking awful it is. Yeah. So let's All right. get to I'm it. Ready. <laughs> um I used Wikipedia, the Innocence Project website, uh BBC, um actually a good housekeeping article, oddly. Um and then mm. yeah, when they see us, the documentary, I, I had some I had some memories and I was like verifying to just to make sure that what I remembered from that was true. And a lot of it actually was, it was very well done. Um, and again, this is a central park five case. And it's also sometimes referred to as a central park jogger case. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So on April 19th, 1989, you would have been what, like two months old. Was yeah. Two months old? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you were just a wee tot. Um, yep. April 19th, 1989, 20-year-old Trisha Miley did her typical jog through Central Park that she did about four or five times a week. Um, she was found the next morning around 1.30 a.m., badly beaten and raped. She was so badly injured that she remained in a coma for nearly two weeks. Um, that same night, several others were injured in attacks that allegedly occurred by a group of around 30 teenagers gathered loosely in the park around um, 9 or 10 p.m. When Trisha was found, the police hunt for the perpetrators was, like, on, like, Donkey Kong. Because this was the 80s, um, a right. young white woman, a lot of, like, rambunctious teens in the park. Uh, shit went down. So once, they, once the cops found out about Trisha, um, they, were, they were all over it. And, and they should be. I mean, that's a terrible thing to happen to someone. Right. Um, so they brought into custody at least 14 suspects over the next few days and arrested a total of 10 who were brought to trial. 
Among them were four Black and two Hispanic teenagers who were indicted on May 10th on charges of assault, uh, robbery, riot, rape, sexual abuse, and attempted murder of Miley and another man named um, John Laughlin. Uh, The prosecutor planned to try the defendants in two groups, then scheduled the sixth defendant to be tried last. The latter pleaded guilty in January 1991 on lesser charges and received a reduced sentence. So that part's a little unclear to me. So they're technically, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about this later, but there are actually a lot more than just five kids that were brought in. Right. Okay. Um, so the, the Central Park Five faced prosecution that was later, that were, or I'm sorry, that was based on their quote unquote confessions for which they had no counsel. And for a lot of the boys, they had no parents or guardians that there. Right. They were, they were minors. Yep. Um, but their and their parents or guardians, like a lot of them weren't even notified, had no say in um, you know, what was asked of them despite being minors. <sighs> so that's so fucking infuriating. It's super infuriating. Like these I'm I'm gonna tell you like how old each of them were, but it, it's insane. I mean, it's they're they're boys. Um so these confessions were based entirely on police interrogations during which the police threatened the boys, told them untruths to scare them into complying and falsely confessing to assaulting Trisha. The interrogations lasted seven hours. Four of the boys were also even videotaped. What? What? Yeah. And okay. uh, they show, and when they see us, and I think it's even online, like, they, I think there's footage of the actual interrogations. I mean, it's... a it's crazy. And in the and when they see us, the, the cops are saying, you know, just just tell us this and you can go home. They kept they kept saying they kept saying, like, just do this and you can leave. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's fucking like mm. promising safety that wasn't ever going to happen. Um Ugh, sorry. It's, it's <laughs> gross. It's so it's so gross. <laughs> and it only gets I worse. Just... Yeah. Fuck. Okay. So one of the teens was forced into making a false con- confession. Um, Yousef Salam even stated, I would hear them beating up Corey Wise in the next room, and they would come and look at me and say, you realize you're next. The fear made me feel, the f- I'm sorry, the fear made me feel really like I was not going to be able to make it out. <sighs> and the really fucked up oh, thing is that Corey, the guy that um, Yousef uh, said that he could hear getting beat on, Corey hadn't even been a suspect at first. He literally just came to be a support for Yusef. Oh my God. Yeah. And they showed, I forgot that until I read that they showed that in when they see us, um, that he like, he just was, (laughs) he was just there and they like, we're like, okay, you're a suspect now too. Like there as an station, not even it, not even in central park. Right. Um, that he literally just came because, like, Yusuf was his, that was his boy, and he wanted to be there for him. Um, he probably wanted to, like, make sure the police treated him okay, too. Yeah, yeah, but obviously not. And I just, those fucking manipulative interrogation tactics. How fucked up, and it, yeah, how fucked up is that? And you're, you studied criminology, so, like, it, ugh, the corruption is just, it abounds. <laughs> I just don't, and, and a lot, like, 
<laughs> I have a master's in criminology and I know jack shit. But like, you know, I I just I don't understand how a lot of that is even admissible. It's forcing someone into a confession, especially a juvenile, whenever you did not offer them any kind of representation nope. and they should have never been allowed to be interrogated without their parent present. Nope. It should have never been admissible in court for any Oh, of well, I haven't even gotten to the piece of shit prosecutor. And, well, and not to, not to, I just want to bring this up in one other case that people were probably familiar with because of Netflix, Brendan Dassey, exact same thing, promises that you're going to get to go home. Pro- you know what oh. I mean? Like, I just, fuck, sorry, it makes me so mad. Continue. Yeah, it, it's, it's completely infuriating and really, really sad. And it's like, just, it's just preying on, on it's people that, preying on yeah, kids. on children, like. So speaking of that. And the only reason, yeah, the only reason I bring that up is just because I know people are probably familiar with those interrogation tapes. Um, and that's that's why I brought it up, because it just makes you realize what they're doing, you know. So. <sighs> yeah. So the names and ages of the Central Park Five are as follows. Uh, Yusuf Salam was 15. Corey Wise was 16. Antron McRae, 15. Raymond Santana, 14. Kevin Richardson, 14. They're babies. And um, I think it's Asante, Asante Black um, plays Kevin Richardson. And, like, Asante Black is the cutest kid. And, like, and when he plays that kid in When They See Us, like, he is just so, he just looks so, like, small and, like, just baby-faced. And he's so adorable. It was, it was completely heartbreaking. <laughs> It's just they—they they really are their babies. Well, and they—and they, and they really you... picked great actors that looked like ch- like looked like children. They didn't pick these actors that look grown or anything. I don't know. It just really—you could really see how young these that they were through these acts. Right. Okay. Um. So despite <laughs> despite the typical procedure that police not release names of suspects under 16 to the public or the media, they did it anyway. Of course yep. they did. Uh, as a result, obviously, the families were threatened and the boys lived in fear during the trials. I read one um, in one of these sources. Uh, one of the boys said, like, we we lived as if there were like targets on our backs at all times. Um, uh, Reverend Calvin O. Butts from Harlem attended the trials to support the boys. He said, and I quote, the first thing you do in the United States of America when a white woman is raped is round up a bunch of black youths. And I think that's what happened here. Yeah. Yep. And that's why they didn't give a shit about releasing their names yeah. either. And and that didn't only hurt them, it hurt their families. It hurt any like young siblings they might have had or old relative like elderly people they might have had like it hurt everyone and it didn't just hurt these boys yeah i mean not that like that's enough but it right, extended right, beyond but... that um that's just, that's just... <laughs> and let's talk about your boy donald trump um this uh, who's boy uh, i don't know just your boy not not yours not mine's but not for the collective okay. United States. Anyway, yeah. um, on May 1st, 1989, Donald Trump, then a real estate magnate, 
called for the return of the death penalty in full-page advertisements published in all four of the city's major newspapers. Trump said he wanted the criminals of every age who are accused of beating and raping a jogger in Central Park to be afraid. The advertisement, which cost an estimated $85,000, said, in quotes, Mayor Koch, which was the mayor of New York at the time, uh, has stated that hate and rancor should be removed from our hearts. I do not think so. I want to hate these muggers and murderers. They should be forced to suffer. Yes, Mayor Koch, I want to hate these murderers, and I always will. How can our great society tolerate the continued brutalization of its citizens by crazed misfits? Criminals must be told that their civil liberties end when an attack on our safety begins. What I thought was really interesting about that is, um, because I directly copied and pasted that quote, I think it was from, I forget which source it was, but I think it might have been Wikipedia, but uh, he he wrote this advertisement the way he tweets. (laughs) Of course he fucking did. I there's just... I'm sorry. I was literally speechless. Like, I wish you could have seen my face because I'm so fucking enraged right now. It's so terrible. And like, so this last sentence, criminals must be told that they're, and then in all capital letters, civil liberties end when an attack on our safety begins. Like, he just, it's like, he really didn't change much. At least he didn't end it with sad, sad. exclamation point. Wrong. <laughs> oh my God. I fucking man, baby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I and I believe that he never, I think a big controversy with the Netflix, uh, with When They See Us, when that came out, I don't, I don't think he ever, like, um, repealed that comment. Like, he never walked that back. He, he still stands by that they're guilty, and he's not, you know, of course, he's not going to say he was wrong. But the KKK coming on your porch with fucking AK-47s protesting the tyranny of the lockdown orders, they're just good people. <laughs> Fucker. They're uh yeah, they're um, right to assemble or what the fuck ever. Anyway. Um <sighs> Okay. All right. So All according right. to one of the defendants, Yusef Salam, um, he quoted a February quoted in a February twenty sixteen article in The Guardian, Trump was the fire starter in nineteen eighty nine, as common citizens were being manipulated and swayed into believing that we were guilty. Salam said his family got death threats um after papers ran Trump's full page and or i'm sorry full page ad urging death penalty another reason has he still not to this day made a fucking comment about him being wrong no that's what i just said yeah in this case i just i thought you meant at that time sorry today like i think when that i think when the netflix thing came out i think he said something like that he still believes that they did it or like he's not and he's not sorry all this shit yeah wow wow enough about him okay anyway okay so the trials so the confessions so the confessions differed in time location and description of the assault on trisha miley so none of these boys like had a straight story like things did not add up because they didn't fucking do it um and we're just being coached basically like and coerced on what to say. So the prosecutors during the trial presented like completely bullshit evidence. So for example, 
One uh, forensic analyst stated that a hair found on Trisha was similar to Kevin Richardson's hair, quote unquote, to a reasonable uh, degree of scientific certainty. Um, There's no scientific research, though, on the similarities of human hair. So this was just plain racist bullshit and doesn't mean anything concrete. Like, okay, so Kevin Richardson is a, a, a little black kid. So he probably has what, like dark, maybe a little bit coarse black hair. You can't say that yeah. you can't yeah. say whatever hair just because it looked like that was his. Right. No, my role. I hate them. Um Yeah, so that's how they were trying to base it, was that the hair looked like his. So it and what it what blows my mind is this was eighty nine. They could have why didn't they like use more DNA yes. tests? As rudimentary as it may have been, that's better than just fucking guessing. Yeah, but you know what? They had a DNA tested and still said he fucking That's did the it. thing, yeah. Um, so evidence also included a rock with blood and hair that the prosecution, um, like, claimed or, or believed that it must have been Trisha's, which I'll later talk about this. They find out that blood and hair did was not Trisha's. They tested it and it was not hers. So they didn't even try to actually pinpoint that at all. Okay. So in 1990, all five um, of the boys were convicted in two separate trials. Um, the prosecutor is a total piece of shit. I don't really even want to share her name. You can look it up. Uh, but she sucks major ass. Uh, she, Why don't you want to share her name? Um, Because I just think it gives, like, I just don't want to talk about her because I just think she's a complete okay. asshole. I can't. No, that's I mean, fine. I just didn't know, like put put her on fucking blast you, I like, mean, yeah if we want to play if we want to play that way i'll then i'll do it um it was a she, she was played now i know like there was all the college scandal with felicity huffman and that was all very wrong mm-hmm. but i do like felicity huffman besides that um and that's who played right. her which i thought was um which i thought was really fucking funny um it's linda fairstein Okay. And has she ever walked back on? Oh, I don't think so. What she did? Honestly, I didn't okay. even, I did not focus on her in this because I think she's such a piece of shit. Um, no, you know what? Yeah. I'll talk about this later. No, she still believes that everything she did was fine during that trial. Of course. Of course yeah. she does. He's okay. Um, so, yeah. If if anyone knows her, please tell her. I said she's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're going to get sued, but, you know, whatever. Oh, God. Well, I mean... No, I mean, I don't give a shit. She's a piece of shit. Shouldn't have done no. what she did. She should have done her duty as a fucking as a lawyer. You know. Like, yeah. Um. Okay, where was I? Quick question. Yeah. Did they have uh, hired attorneys and lawyers or uh, public defenders? Um, I don't know the answer to that. I, I think it were, was probably public defenders. But okay. that's something I can try to look, I can try to look that up. I'm just always very curious about that because it just, there is such vast differences in the outcomes of cases. That's very true. I um, mean, as you'll see, uh, this case did not end well. So, um, right. But yeah, that's an interesting question. I, I would be, I'd be willing to assume public defenders because at least in how the Netflix, um, the Netflix portrayal was. I don't think any of the families probably like I don't I don't I don't know that they could afford that. I mean, they were all like working class people. 
Right. But I could I could definitely be wrong. I'm just I'm just editorializing and Yeah, I'm just curious. I just like I said, I just am very interested in that kind of thing. So So anyways, uh the prosecutor condoned all the legal malpractice that went on as far as the interrogations and the trial methods. Um she was like the supervising prosecutor in the case, so you know, that's great. Um Antron McRae, Raymond Santana, and Yusuf Salam were tried as minors. They were convicted of rape and assault and given five to ten years. Kevin Richardson was also tried as a minor, but charged with attempted murder, rape, sodomy, and robbery. He was given five to ten years. Um, 16-year-old Corey Wise was tried as an adult, charged with assault, sexual abuse, and riot, and given five to 15 years. The one that wasn't even at the park. What the fuck? (sighs) Yeah. Um, and the when they see us gives a really I mean it, it's heartbreaking. They they kind of flash forward to when then the kids um are grown, you know, they're they're young men, um yeah, you know, five and five plus years after this, and they basically grew up in a jail cell and like right. um it's extra it's terribly heartbreaking um for shit, you know, that they didn't do. Um, in early 2002, um, Matthias Reyes, who was convicted of past murder and rape, admitted that he alone was responsible for the attack on Trisha Miley. He um, had committed another rape near Central Park earlier the same year as the Central Park 5 case happened, but the police failed to connect him, even though he used the same MO, but the police failed to connect him to this incident. Um, the here's the here's the insane part, which I I was wondering if they were just making this up because it would be so it would be so insane and like serendipitous for this to happen, but it's real. I fact checked it, but Corey knew Reyes from jail. Like they really? yes, like they were they were both in Rikers Island and Auburn Correctional. They actually had gotten into like a tussle, like a like a like an argument over like the TV, like the, what channel it was on or something. Oh my god! And he, it, it, unbeknownst, you know, to Corey that this was the real guy, and Reyes didn't even consider owning up to the crime until he met Corey. Uh, Corey, and I guess he finally realized what a piece of shit he is. So then, this is when he went to the cops and, and confessed. Okay. Wow. But they like ran the same paths in two different facilities. Um, so the evidence was then subjected to DNA testing, which like too little too late, like you fuckwads. Uh and the sperm found at the scene matched Reyes. Hair that had been found on one of the boys was also tested and found not to be Trisha's or at all re- related to the assault. Hairs on the victim, however, did match Reyes. Uh, blood and hair on that rock that I mentioned before that was used in court um, were not Trisha's, despite what the trial had said. Um, on December 19, 2002, the Manhattan District Attorney recommended the men be exonerated with all convictions overturned. Um, fun fact, the prosecutor still maintains that all her practices during the trials were totally kosher. Oh like God. the asshole that she is. So, um, Reyes remains in prison for life, um, but, 
But according to the Good Housekeeping article I found, um, he's actually not even serving for the tri- the crimes committed against Trisha Miley um, because of the stupid-ass statute of limitations. Oh, so he's God. serving time for, like, previous crimes, but not, like, nothing for hers. I mean, at least he's locked up, but, like, fuck. But it's like he doesn't even get to be tried for that because of the fucking statute of limitations. Right. And he's also eligible for parole in 2022 um in in the sources i was reading though it said that's pretty unlikely to happen like he'll probably stay in jail but just the fact that like that shouldn't even be on the table no nope (sighs) so um i did want to point out that there's a lot that because i mean the quote-unquote worst of the worst of these charges happened to the Central Park Five, but there were um, others that were arrested. So there was Stephen Lopez, um, Clarence Thomas, Lamont McCall, Michael Briscoe, Antonio Mantalvo, Orlando Escobar, and Jermaine Robinson. Um, Lopez and Briscoe were indicted, but sh- they got shorter sentences and pled guilty um, to assault and robbery on others that were not Trisha. Um, but they got much shorter sentences, something like one to four years. Um, I don't, and I don't know, I don't know that they were guilty. Like they, these articles didn't speak to that, but a lot were pointing out like that these five were not the only ones that were arrested. Yeah. They were the ones who took the brunt yeah. of the charges. And a lot of it had to do with like the fact that they did plead guilty, whether right. or not that was true. I'm not sure. Um, McCall was not charged and Thomas's charges were completely dropped. Escobar got six months in probation. Robinson got one year and Montalvo got one year. Um, and many of these were for the assault on John Laughlin, who was another victim of these attacks. Um, a lot of these charges were based on a, an attack toward him and a robbery of him. Um, I did what kind of, I was sort of curious about, um, like the race of John Laughlin. Like, I wonder if he was black, mm-hmm. so maybe they didn't get as much time. I don't know. Um, from what I read, it didn't, they did, I mean, they didn't address race at all, but I did think it was interesting that the attacks on him warranted much less severe um, sentences. Which is kind of interesting because, like, I mean, she was, she was sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. so obviously way more mm-hmm. serious of a crime. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, he was, like, but, he was beaten until he was unconscious. I mean, they, they considered that, like, he, they, uh, in some of these articles, they were saying they considered it an attempted murder. Right. So that was a pretty brutal one, too. I mean, yeah, Trisha Miley, like, that. this is awful. And I think it's, in, in an article I was reading, she said she believes that there was more than one person that attacked her. So, okay. um that kind of leaves to question, like, uh, it's like, Reyes said he acted alone, but are there really more that were never caught? We don't know, but. Right. Did she give, like, eyewitness tests? Like, did she pin this on any of those boys? Did she say that she remembered no, that? No, not in anything, anything like that, that I saw. She, and she was in a coma for 12 days. So, like, okay. she didn't even remember it. Right. Um, okay. So, I don't, I think she was honestly just, like completely there was no way i don't i don't think that she pinned on anyone i don't think she had any idea um i don't know if like maybe she thought it was multiple people um because of like the something maybe she remembered right before the attack happened i don't know 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but here is here is how long all of the all the boys ended up serving. Antron served six years. Kevin served five and a half years. Corey served twelve years. What the fuck? Yusef served six years, eight months, and Raymond served five years. So the boy who was not even fucking was there. tried as an adult and given the worst. Yeah, and he was like at Rikers Island and shit. Great. Um great. The Innocence Project did a ton with this case. Um honestly, I should have taken down the specifics of their involvement because they they did a lot to help get these kids exonerated and like get um I don't know what you would call it restitution or like, you know, paid back yeah. essentially yeah. for being for a good portion of their lives being taken away. And they were successful in that? Yeah, that they were. And they, they go okay. into that. You've got to watch the, the Netflix. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, but yeah, they go into that a little bit. A lot of these, a lot of these guys have gone on to do like really amazing work. Um, a lot of them have, I don't know if they've started their own organizations. I, I didn't even look at all that, but there, a lot of these boys have gone on to do like amazing or men now, but um, they've gone on to do like amazing things despite everything that they went through and all, all of the fucking bullshit that they had to endure. Yeah. <sighs> that's, that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. So did you know about this story? Like, did you know any of the details of this story? I didn't know much of the details. I knew just the basics about like the people getting beat up in the park by like a mob of teenagers, essentially. Um, and then them accusing these, these five boys. I did not know about, uh, Corey not even being in the park. <laughs> the um, yeah. So I only knew the bare minimum. Um, and the reason I asked about eyewitness testimony was because I thought that I had read something at one point that said she had, she was convinced it was them. Oh God. I mean, I didn't read any of that. Um. And I might be confusing it with another case, but I just, for some reason, I remembered something about that. Well, the, um, and the again, prosecutor was right. also, like, a white woman. I don't know if maybe you're getting those two confused. Yeah, probably. Um, I, I didn't read any of that, and it sounds like she has really gone on to be, like, an advocate with sexual assault. And I didn't want to, I didn't address her part of this at all. Uh, well, very much. And I didn't, that was not intentional, because what happened to her is terrible. Yeah, it absolutely is. And when I say that, I don't mean that she, uh, when I'm saying that I thought I read something like that, I don't mean it in any kind of negative way. When you've gone through some kind of trauma, you know, like that, it, it's, it's easy to skew the details. Absolutely. And, and if you're, if this is the only, yeah. if these are the only um, suspects you're being shown and you're right. horrified yeah. and you're scared and like you're traumatized as fuck, like, and the police right. are like, these are the guys, right? Right. Right. You know, like. Yeah, you're gonna say, yeah, that was them. You, you probably know, just so want I, it to be over. <laughs> yeah, yes, and you're reliving it over and over again, and you're getting even like secondary trauma from yeah. that. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah, anything, any of any part she had, I really. This is me being very hopeful, but I hope that it was not intentional, um, or like, and I doubt it was because if if she woke up twelve right. days later and couldn't even remember it, like, what is she supposed to do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And like like I said, I wasn't trying to paint her in any kind of negative light. I just was curious because, you know, eyewitness testimony, 
not that this, not, I, it's not really technically witnessed because she was involved, but you know what I mean? It's still, a lot of times details are very fuzzy and not right. So that's just what I was thinking. But have they like, um, done any kind of meeting has she seen these men oh, now that's a great, or anything like that that's a great question i don't i'm not sure they didn't i don't remember any of i don't remember that in the netflix thing um and i haven't i haven't read anything to that effect i do want to read a couple i've found like a little list just very brief of what the what the bo- the men are up to now um okay so nowadays the um yusuf salam is um married uh, he's a father. He continues to speak out about his ordeal. And in 2016, he received a Lifetime Achievement Award from President Obama. Oh, that's awesome. I think that's so nice. Yeah. Um. They're also, and they're all just like, they're all very handsome men, too. Ugh. Um. Yeah. Oh, and Corey Wise, he does work. This is the one that got like the longest sentence tried as an adult that shit um wasn't even there he does work with the innocent innocence project he also advocates for the rights of the wrongly convicted as well as criminal justice reform that's amazing oh that makes me want to cry um kevin richardson he does work for the innocence project as well he advocates for the rights of others who've been wrongfully accused um Raymond Santana um oh he has oh this is the one with the clothing line he he has a clothing line called Park Madison NYC a portion of the proceeds from the sales of one of his t-shirts um bearing the names of the Central Park 5 is donated to the Innocence Project wow uh let's see Antron McCray he he's living in the south where he's raising his kids and was reportedly working as a forklift operator. Okay, yeah. So this, I remember one guy. He was he's sort of like under the radar, like, and that must have been. Yeah, it sounds. I think I think there are, you know, there's a million different ways you could go from surviving something like that. But I think a lot of times it's either, you know, going in that same into that work that yeah that yeah. helped you know that helped you and that you feel so connected to. But then I think there's other times where. You just want to pretend like it never happened. Yeah, just put it behind you. Yeah, just put you it behind and, you. And move, and, on. and move on. And he, that might, I'm, that might not be exactly what Antron's intention is, but I could see that being, he's just like, I just want to have a normal life. Like, fuck all this. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this article, there's like pictures of all five together and they're so cute. Um. This says, the reputations of the Central Park Five are restored when in June of 2002, convicted murderer, uh, blah, 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 all about the actual, the actual, um, perp. Um, after their convictions were formally vacated, the five Central Park men filed a civil lawsuit against the city, that's right, which settled in 2014 for $41 million. Thank Which God. isn't enough. I mean, that's $8 million. It's not, it's not, but I'm just happy that they got some sort of financial, you know, restitution from yep, that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think these pictures, yeah, these pictures are the at, at the premiere of When They See Us. Um, okay. So they were all together, like, to watch it. That's so, yeah. that's the cutest. Um, 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I did, yeah, I knew that they got some kind of, like, payback, so that's the story of the Central Park Five. Fucking heartbreaking as shit, but... Yeah. But really, really important. Really, really important. And another awesome example of why DNA is so critical in this fucked up world we live in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's... I didn't know the Innocence Project was working with them, so that's really great, too. But I'm really happy to see, well, to hear that, you know, um, I'm not happy that any of this happened to any of them, but I'm happy to hear about, you know, some of them advocating for others in the same position that they were in. Yeah, it's comforting to know that at least there is some good that came out of it, um, the, they're giving they're giving back like they're the best people to give back in that way because they know they know what the system is like um, yeah so yeah I mean I think I think they're all amazing as shit <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely that was a very heavy story it was and it was very it was but very very important. hard to research I mean it was just it was just hard it I was like not not super okay during it but i'm glad that we talked about it yeah absolutely i mean it was it's a very important case to discuss mm-hmm. um yeah i'm gonna have to go watch that now yes you do well fuck i didn't want to cry tonight but here i am it's sad as shit i mean it's a it's an awful like it's t- it's just beyond words yeah yep it absolutely is. Oh, do you have anything for padded room? Um, give me a minute. Do you have anything? Um, I was just going to update slash um ask you a question about Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, <laughs> I am now like we are really in the nitty gritty of things. Like we are deep into season seven. Yeah. Um. So who the hell? Who is Jon Snow's real dad? Who is his real yes. dad? Um, it's a, tar- know, it's a Targaryen. Yeah, but I we were trying to figure out like how fuck is his first name and how is he related to Khaleesi? That's his aunt. That's his aunt. He's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Because okay, I know his mom is actually Ned Rhaegar Tar Rhaegar Targaryen, I believe. Wait. And how Rhaegar Targaryen was a brother of uh, Danny in Viserys. He was the older brother. So, wait, so like a brother of the Mad King? No, oh, his son. He is Danny's brother. Oh, so Jon Snow's dad is Danny's brother. That's such a big age difference. Well, you know. Okay. What? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so she fucked her nephew. Yeah. Yep. And continues. So. Ew. I hate that time period. Well, welcome to, uh, there's, there's tons of incest in that fuck. They need, they need like DNA tests. They gotta make sure their shit is not, like, all combining in weird ways. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? Wow, well, that just blew my mind. I thought they were cousins. Nope, nope, nope. Because it took me a while because I was like, what? What happened? Damn. But I knew that it was his aunt once I did. Have you met Liana Mormont yet? No. The little girl from Bear Island who runs Bear Island. Oh, 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 yes, yes. She is my absolute she's favorite. She's cool. She's hilarious. She's so small. Like, I just, but she's so fucking fierce. Like, I wouldn't fuck with her. She really is. Oh, I just, just the oh. little finger and I loved it. Yeah, yes. They, yes. like, totally, like, they, like. Have they killed Ramsey yet? Oh, yeah. He's, she fed him yeah, the dogs yeah. and I was like, good. Yeah. I just, like everything's out of order in my mind of when mm-hmm. it happens so i have to like ask if it's happened yet but yeah she's she, liana mormon's my favorite she's pretty badass okay yeah we i met her but pretty briefly just when john uh was it john that was trying to like yeah john and Fox, uh, were troops. trying to like get them on on their side yeah yeah um yeah so that's where i'm at so things uh things are Things are ready. Things are hot and bothered on that show. <laughs> in an incestual way. The incest is just the best in that time. Yeah. I told Joe, oh, I told God. Joe that was that would be the the era that I would least want to live in. Well, I mean, I'd take the dragons with a little less incest. Please. And like a little more showering. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit more showering. Like, just just a tiny Can you bit. add some showers and and hold the incest, please? Yeah. Yep. And then it might be okay. Well, and maybe some vaccine vaccines. Vaccines. Yeah, you can do too. a little side of like modern medicine. Yeah, just a just a just tiny a little, bit. just like a dash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A quick mm-hmm. splash of penicillin on that. Just a, a little just bit. Um. So we started watching Ozark. Oh, nice. Yeah. Or Ozark, whatever it is. Um, because everyone keeps saying that, oh, you have to watch a show. It's amazing. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. Now it is. And I'm like, fuck you all for being right. So me and Joe were in that, we were into that show heavily, but then we got kind of bored. I don't know. Maybe we just need to like pick back up. Why did, well, what got, mm, what got boring? boring Um, it's, I'm only like eight episodes in. So I guess, I don't know. We just kind of felt like it, it got just a teensy bit like slow paced or something i don't know it just stopped like catching our interest that's fair but Um. we normally we love that kind of shit like we loved well i think i think what it was too is that like we were kind of comparing it to like breaking bad a little bit um just because of the like themes and like the drugs and and breaking bad was like started out a little slow but then it was like so insane and I think that's what we were expecting. Okay. And I, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't have that same, like, momentum. Okay. I mean, I, I can see that, I guess. I, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. So far, I really like it. Um, I'm pissed because Joey goes to work and I have to stop watching it. Right. I know. Uh, <laughs> like, fuck right. Um, so, yeah, so that, um... That's a good padded room. Uh, oh, and I took Frank swimming. Oh, I saw that. Did he like it? No, he fucking hated it. Oh, that's right. Everything. You did say that he hated it. And that he hated it. He hated it and me. Um, but 
you know, I was doing it for his his own good. So, um, but yeah, he had a little life jacket on, and he doggy paddled through the water, and you know, that's cute as shit, though. Plotted my murder. <laughs> Thought um, about all the ways to eat you in in your sleep. Yeah, I mean, it's highly possible because a hornet was in my house yesterday. And I bet you he brought it in. And the cat saved me, surprisingly, when I am convinced that the cat is constantly plotting my murder. So, you know. Um, and then I have an animal for you. Okay. Um, it, I mean, it's not anything, like, spectacular. On me. But I think it's very cute. Um, a pygmy hippopotamus. Oh, is it just like a little one? <laughs> baby hippo. Yeah. Oh, it's like it's so wrinkly. These the babies are so wrinkly. Oh, they're very very cute. Um, and a slow loris. Oh, I fucking knew it. I knew this was gonna look a little bit slothy. Well, it's it's like a. Haven't you ever seen those videos of like? The animals whose eyes get really, really wide all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, like, uh, there's a, there used to be a meme going around of, like, this is me when I drink too much espresso or something. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a slow loris. Um, and I'm gonna give you a bat, because I freaking love bats. I just do, and I think they're great. This is like what, um, I feel like this is kind of like what Pizza Toru is. The slow loris. <laughs> We talk about Pizza Toru. Uh, he has an Instagram. It's literally Pizza T O. Oh, I th- I thought you said Pete Toru, oh. and I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Why are we telling him he's a slow loris? <laughs> I was very confused for a no, moment. No, it's just an um, animal. No, it's it's not that though. But it kind of looks like it. Anyways, the bat. Um, the bat is a dwarf. I'm gonna say this wrong. Epauletted fruit bat. Oh. Oh. It looks a little bit albino or something. It's very cute though. Um I like that you feel that way. The one I'm looking at is very cute. Okay. I like that. I don't know if we're looking at the same one. I'm gonna set it, send it to you. Please be, because what I'm seeing, I'm not impressed. Kind of looks like it's dancing okay. in the air. Let me see. So I'm excited about it. Um, have you ever seen pictures of bats hanging, flipped over, and they all look like they're dancing? <laughs> no. It's, it's very cute. Okay, this one's a little cuter. What did you oh, see? Something ugly. Oh, God. I mean, I don't think any bats are ugly. I even like those hammerhead bats. Hammerhead bat? Don't Google it. You're going to go, what the fuck is that? And you're going <laughs> to break that how I sound? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, there you go. I knew you were going to sound kind of like that when you saw this oh, thing. Oh, my God. Oh, I have, I'm going to have a nightmare. Oh my god, I love them. I love all that. Oh my god. Don't look that up. That shit is scary. It kind of looks like Alf. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Doesn't that kind of look like Alf? Yeah, actually, it kind of does, now that you say that. 
I don't know. Everyone always posts pictures of them. Like, they're so ugly. And I'm like, but I love them. Oh, my God. But, but fuck so. house centipedes. <laughs> but fuck house centipedes, okay? <sighs> You'll never hear me say that they are fucking cute. Ever. If she so, That's how I'll know if ever. you're getting kidnapped or, like... Oh, my God. That's a great that idea. That is, because only... If I ever get kidnapped and I can make a call and I call you and I'm like, this house centipede is adorable. It will not stop crying. Like, if you're like, hey, can you just, uh, I'm, I'm out right now, but can you take care of my house centipede for me? I'll be like, oh, <laughs> she did. She's, yeah, something, something's wrong. Let's track her phone right now. But, oh, and there, there goes the, uh, the pack. The hounds, yep. So, um, all right, well. Thanks for giving me something to cry to tonight. You're welcome. Please watch that. Yeah, I will. Um, we got another suggestion as well. Um, and when we cover it, we will give credit to that person. But I also don't have it pulled up right okay. now. Okay. Well, I like suggestions. Um, Keep them coming. Yeah. Speaking of that, send us your suggestions as you listen to my yippy dog in the background. My apologies. At least it's not crickets. Apparently there were crickets in the bonus episodes and I couldn't hear them. Oh yeah, is that what our what our girl Nikki was talking about in those messages? No, that um I think the helicopter was one day I was like, "Oh my god, there's a helicopter and something and you could hear it in the background." Oh, okay. And she mentioned the helicopter and I mentioned crickets because when Terry was editing, he was like, there is a cricket and it is driving me insane. And I felt so bad. Oh, Terry. My, I feel like Terry. My gecko. Well, my gecko is in this oh, room. Oh, that's right. And he, that's his, that's his dinner. Yeah. So like there's crickets in here and I have tuned them out now, so I can't hear them. <laughs> um, but I took them out. So there should not be crickets, but many barking dogs. So many apologies. Um, find us on Facebook. They're barking and going oh, nuts, so I'm going to okay. this. <laughs> yeah, Chardonnay <laughs> and Sign DNA. The, the Twitter we never use, Chardonnay DNA. Instagram, Chardonnay and DNA. Our website, ChardonnayandDNA.com. And our Gmail, ChardonnayandDNA at gmail.com. Buy right. t-shirts. Yes, uh, message me if you want t-shirts because I have yes. them. $25 shipping included in the U.S. If you're not in the U.S., come to the U.S. and pick up one from us. I'm just kidding. That's a lot of work. No, I'll figure it out life. if you're not. So but don't, don't travel here. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Um, bye. Bye. bye.